Okay, here I am. Linda Dano, so nice. I hope a lot of you are listening. This is my very first podcast. Now, of course, I really had to not think very long and hard about who I would want on this podcast because, you know. But then I thought, who puts a biggest smile on my face and who I love to work with more than anybody it would certainly be Mr. Steven Schnetzer. You're making me Let's blush. Hear it. You're making Yay. me blush. Yay. <laughs> this is our launch. Hi, this babe. is your launch. Hi, babe. Hi, honey. That was a kiss. Okay. <laughs> um, as you all know, because you have been so generous with your affection for us, you know that Steven and I are still very close friends, and we always will be. Um, my my beginning of being on another world really started with him, and you people probably don't know this story, so I'm going to tell it, all right? Go ahead. I did two audition tapes, and then they wanted me to do a third one, and I, I went to him. I knew him not well, but I knew Stephen from uh, uh, One Life to Live. I'm getting old. I don't remember the names anymore. Anyway, so... You played Gretel? I played Gretel. My yeah, mother said, when I got the job, and I said, I, she said, who are you playing? What's your name? And I said, Gretel. She oh, said, She started what? crying. What? <laughs> Do you have to wear wooden shoes? I'm seriously. My mother, she Who's did. playing Hansel? <laughs> yes, right. Probably Stephen. <laughs> anyway, um... I said to him, you know, I don't know why they're making me do this again. I do, I'm not going to get it. It's obvious. They keep wanting me to do it over and over. And, he, and I said, I just, I don't understand this character. And Stephen said, are you kidding me? I grabbed me? her by the shoulders. And I, I grabbed I, her by the face and the said, face. Linda, you are Felicia Gallant. Right. And I went, no, and this I'm was a not. screen test, and not just an audition. No. This was a screen, was screen, a screen test, test, yeah. Well, n- needless to say... I got kidded about that for a very long time, even during the period of time when I was still wetting my pants because I was so afraid all the time that I was going to make a mistake or not remember a line. Daytime is challenging, let me tell you. Anyway, he and I began a friendship that will last until we meet each other on the other on side. On the other side of the tomb, right. Yeah, that's it. Not quite womb to tomb, not quite sperm to worm. But, uh, Are you yeah. talking dirty to me right no, now? No, no. Oh, heavens no. No, me? of course not. You? No, Frankie's oh, watching. Oh, of course. Don't be silly. <laughs> no, he's still in interrogation, believe me. Uh, <laughs> anyway, anyway. In, intake. Intake. <laughs> he's at the gate. Oh. And he's been there for a while. Yeah, he's been there for a yeah. year, 20 years. But they're so entertained years. by him yes, that, uh, that they won't let know, him go. He's got yeah. Michael laughing and yes, he does. Gabriel or yes. whoever's at the gate. Yes, yes, <laughs> indeed. You're right. Never thought of it like that. Yeah. Mm. You know, uh, when you play Gretel, um, do you remember my character's name? No. The Italian stallion, Marcello Salta. Oh, God, I The arch-conservative beer truck driver. <laughs> A far cry from Cass. Maybe that's why I didn't last so long on One Life. <laughs> you hadn't met your real soul. My, I hadn't found my yeah, you the character I was meant to play. That's hilarious. Yeah. I wish I had told the audience that, not you. Oh, that's very funny. <laughs> and anyway. of course, uh, Nancy, my, my ex-wife, right. who, who I met on playing One opposite Life. her, yeah. was Katrina Carr, right. the recovered hooker. Perfect. It's just, what a team. And of course the... the and of course she didn't work the, again. The, she didn't want to work again. Was that because of you? What happened? The conservative beer truck driver, he was the last in town to know that she had a past. Oh, my. And on the night before the wedding, I called it off. Oh, my. You broke, must broke write to heart. us and tell us what you think about that. <laughs> I, I love that story. And oddly <clears throat> enough, all these years, I've never known that story. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. 
You know what, Stephen? You know, we've, we've gone through a lot um, with the show, of course, and friends and, and relationships. And, and then there was Brent, who broke our heart. Remember Wallingford, everybody? Yeah. Oh, my God, did I love him, and so yeah. did you. And could yeah. he drink? Lord, right? He could really that drink. Guy I, could I have put to it tell. Away. I have to tell our story. Uh, uh, as you know, uh, Felicia had a had a bar and restaurant on Another World, and the um, Northwoods Inn. Which one was no, it? No, no, that was um, what was that, Jeanette? What? Tops. Tops. Remember yeah, Tops. Sure. Remember Tops. Okay. Yeah. Um, and we were having a drink, the three of us. You know, we were the three musketeers, remember? Yeah. We're sitting at the bar, yeah. and they bring out the, 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 the people who take care of us are so great. They brought out a bottle in yeah, three glasses. The prop glasses. department brought yeah, out a bottle of white-looking white okay. liquor. Yeah, and um, we poured it, and we were drinking and drinking, and we were doing the scene, and then we had to do it again, and a third time. And by the time we, they bought it, I was looped. I, I, I wasn't a drinker like Stephen and, and, and Wallingford. So I, I got so drunk in such a short amount of time, and they weren't anything like that. And so the next day, the, the note came to everyone's box. We will not have real liquor on the set ever again. That would be you, Miss Dano. Whoa, I scared. I didn't. Well, prop departments, you know, they, they make tea look like bourbon or stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, they do. And they crack a bottle open so it's a genuine bottle, but they fill it with non-alcoholic beverage. I don't but know this was happened. a new bottle, and I think yeah. Brent or I or one of us said, let's just use the real stuff. Uh, I think, didn't we say something like yes, that? Yes, something. And we did this, and we had know, to do like a cup, right. three takes. Right. And we were all pretty, uh, well, Brent was probably as sober as he a judge. Was. No, but, he uh, was. Yeah. It, I was affected. Were you? Sure. You never told me that. I hid in my room for three yeah. days. I, I thought I was going to be fired. I oh did. No. You, no! You could. Nothing, nobody would fire you. Oh, you were unfireable. So sweet, you are yeah. so dear. You see why I love him? Let me ask you a couple of really personal questions. Tell me in your life, what was your f favorite thing about growing up, and and did you want to be an actor back then? Well, you know, I was from uh, Massachusetts, right. um, and it's a pretty conservative part of the country. Right. And at that time, you know, now you've got Matt Damon, Ben Affleck, uh, a lot of, right. a lot of Massachusetts actors have right. gone on to great success. But we didn't have prototypes out of Massachusetts right. for that kind of career. Right. Right. So I grew up with French and Spanish in my household um, um, because my mother was French and her mother was Spanish and lived with us for a time. And I went down that path and got a degree in languages and was uh, trained to be a teacher, uh, a, a, among other things. But and not an actor. Not an actor. My senior year in high school, Mr. Chisholm, my English teacher, said, I want you to come out for this play. Oh. And I don't know if I told you this. I don't think so. This, this, uh, there's a lot of linkage and synchronicity yeah. in life. It was a play called Charlie's Aunt. Right. And it's a Victorian play where three buddies go to Oxford. Right. Two of them are uh, want to propose to their girls, but you need chaperones in, the, in that era. Right. And Charlie's aunt was coming from Brazil, and she was delayed. Right. So they put me in a dress. My character was <laughs> Fanny, Lord Fancourt Baberly, 
was my character's <laughs> name. Fanny Babs was the nickname of the character. So they, oh, they, 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 had, they put me in a black dress and a white wig so that the girls would have a proper, you know, um, uh, 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 su- not surveilled, but um, uh, a chaperone. Chaperones, oh uh, yes, that's set, it. set up. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, uh, yeah. and it, hijinks ensued, um, much like Tootsie, um, uh, Crystal Lake. Uh, on, on the soap opera, uh, on now I know world. why you got Crystal Lake. Yeah, yes, yeah I, that I was, from. you know, yeah, you were primed for it. I, I was, had much experience <laughs> brewing in you all these years. Well, I tell you, we performed it like two or three times in the high school gym at my high, all boys Catholic high school, Catholic Memorial High School. Wow, this and is getting better and they better. They laughed, and they, you know, it's like the story you were telling me before we started rolling here about doing Sil- uh, Sylvia. Uh, uh, was it Sylvia? <clears throat> yes, yeah. Sylvia. Yeah. And how, you know, the audience laughed and, you know, it was, I, it was the first time I'd been in front of an audience like that. And uh, I was a totally, uh, I got totally intoxicated by it. You did. You got and so I went yeah. to college um, and went through, you know, my, my educational academics, um, doing the practical thing. My, my parents were saying, you know, you get a, get a, a nice teaching job. They, were, they wanted to play it safe. Something you could fall and back was, on. Yeah, yeah, something you right. not even fall back on, something, something that, you know. Start with. Safe, yeah. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> but I kept going out for college plays and Bernardo and West Side Story and, you know, this guy and that character. Um, and uh, I just loved it. And just, I was much more activated by that than my, uh, than my academic career. So, That's why. And, yeah. and now you got to experience him in all his glory. We'll be right back. I have a little something to do. All right. Well, Stephen and I are back. Um, thank you for staying with us. Uh, I want to ask you some questions like, how did you end up on Another World? I don't actually know that. Well, um, I was up for renegotiation on One Life to One Live. Life. And... Uh, I met with Joe Stewart, the producer at the right, time, right. and uh, went into his office. Uh, behind his desk was a, a heavy bag, a yeah, punching bag, punch it. and it had a, a bullwhip hanging over it, yeah. you know, just to kind Such of set the tone. Such a warm, fuzzy man. He was a very friendly, yes. One of my empathic fellow. For sure. um, but Joe said, we'd like you to renew, mm. and I said, Joe, I, I'd love to, but you know, I, I was a day and a half player, and I wanted more of a uh, responsibility. Yeah. You know, Wanted more to, to jump sink in my and teeth really into yeah, more of an acting out. challenge. Diamonds, you know how that goes, and <laughs> knock them around. Sorry, go ahead, love. Go, nope. There go, go those <laughs> your jewelry. You gotta take your jewelry off. I'm taking before it we off, girls. Podcast. I am. You'd love Damn to it. see it, but I can't show it to you. All right. Okay. So anyway, uh, I said, Joe, I, I appreciate the offer, uh, but I'd like more, more of a challenge. And he said, Well, I. I could promise you that, but um, but you know, I, I I may not come through with that, and I don't need an unhappy actor on my hands, uh, like another one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I said, well, um, I think I can do better, and thanks anyway. Thanks very much. Good for you. So I walked out, and within a month, Roush, Paul Roush, who was always wonderful to me and you and me, um, yeah, Paul Roush. Uh, had me in to screen test for Cass Winthrop. Thank God. And Nancy Frangione, who played the, the brilliantly Cecile, Cecile de Poulignac, yeah, she was, great. was my uh, screen tester. Right. And she's the one that grabbed me by the face and said, said come on, do this it. This is you, know. you. Stop. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, sort yeah. of. Yeah, yeah, sort of, whatever. You, you need well, that cheerleader in the you, room. I you think know. so. I think, you know, these are, <clears throat> these are, at the time, I remember being terrified. Yeah. And um, not now so much. If I go up for, which doesn't happen much anymore, but when I do be asked, when I'm asked to do something, I don't shake and be terrified or think I can't do it. Or right, right. I, I just, there are other reasons I don't do stuff. But it's, it's interesting how we made years worth of this as our life's work. It was bizarre. Huge I was there for lives. 18 years. How yeah. long were you there? 17. Same thing. Yeah, yeah, same thing. And and happily, we weren't unhappy, any no. of us. Oh, no. no, we were grateful and we had great, great, it was a great lifestyle. If you had family, you could you could even bring them to the studio. You you went in not every day, so you had days off. It was a wonderful job. Yeah, it really was. Yeah. I'm sorry that it no longer exists, only in a few areas. Yeah, because it gave actors real work, and then they'd go off and do Law and Order, or they would do. We all did that. Yeah, and. Um, it was so fun. It was so fun when Another World got got canceled. That we were knew for sure that we were done. That the anxiety of that, the the, the fear of that, the 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 un, unbelievable emotion of that on that last day was. I can still I can still conjure it up. Well, with the with the crew and the staff and the oh. creatives. It was 200 people that were put out, kicked right, to the curb. Right. We and it was right curb. on the heels of, we were on the chopping block annually and they'd pick up right. our option for another right. year. year. Right. And, um, and ultimately, NBC was tired of being in bed with Procter & Gamble. I think it came down to that. It did. And they thought they could do better by promoting their own and producing their own. Right. And they did that with... Uh, I can't even remember the name of the, of the show um, that, that replaced us. I bet all of you remember. Yeah. Boy, because you, you really do remember. Oh, my Lord. And um, we were 30, we had just put out our 35th anniversary coffee book, a coffee table book. Right. Another World, 35 years anniversary. I, I have it downstairs. Yeah. yeah do you? Yeah, yeah. You have it I have a copy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Good. And, uh, you know, we were half of that history, you know. We were. Can you imagine um, little Linda... All of those episodes. from North Long Beach, California. I know. And you from Little Canton, Massachusetts, outside Massachusetts. Who knew that? It wasn't even a real place. My dad's a postal worker. Do not send me letters about that because I love Massachusetts. Please, I beg of you. Yeah, my father was a postal worker. My mother was a secretary to the prince, uh, the See? superintendent yeah. of the schools. We had, we in had modest a, beginnings, yeah, modest, you know, very modest. And yeah. Uh, yeah, we 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 nailed it. We got we I, you know we were in the right place at the right, right time. I remember Frank and I sitting in this house. Stephen flew from Florida uh, down to see me to to do this with me today, and um, I live in a very early house and. Uh, and we sat there one night. You have night. to get up at 5 a.m. here. <laughs> yes, you do. Very early house. <laughs> and I, and I, we sat there and said, my God, can you imagine how well we've done? Yeah. You know? Yeah. It just brings tears to your eyes because very we really grateful. were just... Very lucky. We're just basic blessed. people that really God provided some great thing in our lives. Did you want to be a film actor and do... Feature films. I want to be a theater actor. You wanted to be. Yeah. I thought so. The first yeah. eight years of my career was 
a lot of Shakespeare, really, classical repertory theater. Um, Shakespeare in Central Park in New York City was Obviously my first job. Obviously a lot of female parts, because <laughs> you, you excel in those. I excel in dress, <laughs> yeah. Um, I never, I never wanted to do any of it for the longest of times. I, I know, was terrified. Yeah. I was absolutely terrified. I don't know how I kept going, except it was lovely income, even in the beginning years. Yeah. And, um, and I, I, I made think, so many friends. I think you didn't take yourself seriously as an actor for the longest I time. I'm and not sure I still do. Oh, I'm not so sure kind. you still do either. Yeah. And uh, never mind kind. You're a wonderful actor totally present, emotionally f completely f full and available. Are you trying to say that I cry a lot? No, you, no, there are actors, you know, you're not, no, 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 because there are actors that do that, actors mainly, guys, not, not, not just actor, a, a guy, I mean, not just women, guys too, right. but usually women, they, they use the tears in daytime a lot. A lot, a and lot. you use them when they were necessary. Thank but, you. Uh, but it was always, thank you, really, Really great. Well, you were, uh, you know, best actor winner in the oh, please. Emmy that Award was, category. That was such a oh, unbelievable night. Um, talk about shocking, really shocking. Anyway, um, you know, I know in your life you you have two sons. I do. Ben is a very accomplished actor so yeah, far, and yeah. I would imagine is going to be all the rest of his life. He has a new baby. Yes. Vera. Right. And a beautiful wife, who's a director, and his life is going great. And then you have so sweet boy Max, mm -hmm, my older son. Yep, yep. And how does that impact on you as an actor? Do they all come to your shows that you're in, or do, are they all supportive? Do they like that you're an actor? They, I think they like that I'm an actor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, it was. Uh, one moment, everyone. My phone is Jeeves, ringing. will you get that, please, Jeeves? <laughs> Just hold on. I'll do something. I don't know what, but something. Keep okay. talking. Oh, uh, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. She got it. Okay. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Um, they come to pro per performances you do if in they the, can. In their formative years, yeah, they especially, they did. Yeah. 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 I have a funny story. Ben, I did a play uh, out, out of town, uh, a Neil Simon play called oh. Jake's Women. Oh. And I'm on stage the whole freaking play. Right. Two hours and 40 minutes that play was. Oh, God. And I'm on stage dead. the whole time. And Ben is about eight or nine years old. And he comes down to spend the weekend with me. Right. And to, uh, to see the show. Right. Of course. And so I set up uh, with the box office, you know, will you, will you give Ben a ticket? And the play starts and um, I'm... <laughs> Excuse you wanna, us. Would you care to dance? I'm very, I'm very popular. <laughs> So, so sorry, honey. The, the, the curtain rises uh, the evening that Ben has come to the, to the performance. And I'm facing the audience. A lot of it is direct address out to the audience. Right. And alone, front row center, is Ben. <laughs> Just Perfect. sitting there looking up at his dad. And it was so distracting. Oh, my God, I so bet. So distracting. No, that would thrill me big That's time. hysterical. That would, that would really... But, yeah, they, they got it early. They went on uh, personal appearances with me. Uh, when that. I went on personal appearances up in Canada, I took them for a trip or two. Right. Um, so, so yeah, they... they you are a proud Max dad was on the show. My yes. older son was on the show. What did he play? He had, uh, a bunch of our kids came on as extras. Uh, did he uh, love it? 
I don't Not know. Not really. Uh, that wasn't you know, the moment that he decided to be an actor. It was Ben. It was Max oh, that it was did Max that. It wasn't Ben. Didn't, no, no, Max didn't want to be no, an actor. No, Ben was a surprise. Uh, yeah. Ben is very good with languages and very terrific like his dad. as an actor. Yeah. And I never pushed or anything. You he know? just wanted it on and his own. And again, in high yeah. school, he started going out for plays and it interested him. And then he decided he wanted to do that. So he w went for it. Now... Uh, your love life has been very sketchy through the years. I have witnessed most of it, and we have mm. we are we were such. That sounds a, enticing. A sketchy it? love I know. life. I love, Ooh, that I love the way naughty. that came out. It is. Yeah, naughty. I do too. And I, and we all <laughs> had a say in it. That's the thing that I believe you guys, when you watched us, often maybe daily, that you felt there was a connection, at another world, that wasn't like any other any other show I did and I did a lot of them uh, I only felt it in another world now everyone I know that I'm friends with who are in no other shows even now are going to go what Dano why would you say that but there was a we had to travel out to Brooklyn we we didn't work close to where our apartments were in New York we we had we picked up in a car and taken there and then back again at night um, we used to do a lot of stuff where we stayed overnight all the time we did that a lot you know in big dresses and balls and oh my god and and it became such a family that I remember I I used to take the extras because it would be so late at night. I'd take them in my car and take them to their house in, yeah. in New York yeah. because I would worry about them on the, on the um, what's it called? The, um, on the subway. Subway, yeah. thank you. Mama Dano. Yeah, yeah Mama yeah, Dano, that's me. But uh, I, I, I think that's a, why it became so, so important as a, as a show, Another World. You know, all the people that came through those doors out there... All felt it. And how many bad eggs were there? Not maybe a couple. A couple, maybe. You know, couple. We a couple. We got rid of, of turds, them fast. But they didn't last <laughs> they long. They didn't last long. We got rid Flushed of them. Flushed them away. We really did. And, I mean, we uh, had a great... It was a great group, group of people. Oh. It just is a miracle. Listen, you can't make that happen. You can't make that happen. It, it, there would be times, uh, Stevens had this done, I have had it done often, where the stage manager, you know, we were all so close. We were personal, loving friends, would say on the, on the loudspeaker, Linda Dano, if you're in the building, can you come downstairs? Anna Stewart wants to talk to you. Because she, she was having trouble passing out, and what should she do? And I ran down the stairs. I got on the set. I said, what's going on? They said, Anna needs to talk to you. And we worked out how to do it. And, I mean, that, that just doesn't happen. No. Just doesn't happen. No, I don't care if it's a movie or a TV show or a, or a soap. It happened on another world. Yeah. Fairly often. It wasn't, it was just, you felt safe. Yeah. You felt safe. We, you really did. You really did. One of the earliest directors I had was, he had developed a philosophy called Positation. A great director, theater director named William Ball, and I was in his company for four years out in San Francisco, American Conservatory Theater. And... He, he would kind of take advantage of people, but his philosophy was 
called Positation. And it was the power of positive thinking. Right. And it was say yes to everything. Dare to fail. Right. Only then can you really succeed. Can you maximize He's your right. success. He's right. And that's what we have felt safe yeah. about doing yeah. in yeah. another world. It's true. And it one producer, true. we had a lot of executive producers. Lots. You Lots. Know, <laughs> Leibson and, uh, and uh, um, yeah, Jill right. Farron Phelps. Go, go, go. And, uh, <laughs> it's not easy anymore. John Weitzel. <laughs> and, oh, no, no, no. no. From, on and on starting and on with Roush. Yeah. Starting and, with uh, Roush. When they all, we were there, there were more before us. Yeah. Yeah. But they all, they, they knew when they had talented actors and they knew enough to let us run with it. They did. And then the writers also, God bless every one of them, the writers were fans of our, you know, they yeah. were our fans as well as yeah. our champions. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Lorraine Broderick, et cetera, right. et cetera. I shouldn't just name one. Um, it's true. It's and true. they would see what we brought to the table and, and carry it further and encourage us through what they requested of us in terms of writing. Weitzel had me in. Oh, no, it was Leibson that had me into his office. And he said... Uh, we're thinking of doing a Tootsie storyline, but we want to know that if you can be on board with that yeah. before we before invest they do in it. it. Right. And I said, if if we take the time and makeup is supporting me and right. wardrobe is supporting me, and I have a lovely dress, and the, and the writers that I love, and and the, well, they put me in Felicia Gallant's clothes. I know that. <laughs> I know that. So I couldn't miss there. I was a fashion maven. You were. And uh, <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I said, if I, you know, and the writers, if it's supported in the writing, I'm all for it. Let's go for it. Yeah. And it was a great And month. you were great in it. What? And Tony then the we tuna. had Tony the Tuna. I can't tell you how many conversations I've had with people. You know, just friends that I meet now yeah. down in my yeah. home in South yeah. Florida. Yeah. I'll put, I keep a picture of Crystal in my, on my phone. You do. And I'll say, who do you think this is? And, and they know. No. Yeah. And, and I'll tell them the story about how, yeah. you know, to prepare for it. Dustin Hoffman had done Tootsie preview, right. you know, just the exactly. year before and won the awards, you know, they won the awards for it. And I got a hold of his, uh, his dresser. Oh, you did? His dresser. I never told you this. No, you his went dresser, looking for him. I, I found the name of his dresser. His dresser used to be the personal assistant to Divine, the drag no. performer. Oh, my God. And Dustin found out about him and hired him. To be his personal assistant and, and, and consultant yeah. for Tootsie. And so Dustin kept him as his assistant when he finished the film. So Dustin Hoffman was doing Death of a Salesman, Willie Loman, on Broadway. And I arranged to meet, I, I'm sorry, I, his, the man's name escapes me. But he invited me to Dustin Hoffman's dressing room during Act One of performing uh, 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 an evening performance of, uh, you know, uh, Death of a Salesman. And he taught me how I picked his brain. We talked about long line corsets. We talked about wearing plugs, hiding plugs under your wig to lift your face up. Oh my God! And then Do you he know taught me how to now? walk. No, Maybe I don't. I but I remember. Him. No, I know his techniques. I can. I'll <laughs> oh, give you a tutorial. Me. You're dying. He to taught do me that, how to walk. You? Absolutely. Thank you. He taught me. He taught me how to walk. He said, "When you walk, caress the insides of your thighs together." What do you think this I is? I want some you all. Sexual anybody show that's here? listening, oh try this. Try this. Get up now. Stand up. And walk across oh your God. room and and let see how that feels. Let the, let the insides of your thighs caress each other as you step. That shouldn't be hard. It, it, it creates a sachet. 
Really? That is very sway and very feminine. And that's why every guy in, on, the, on the crew offered me, offered me lunch. I, I could have eaten for free for a month. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, God. This Crystal is Lake. so much fun. Listen, go put your jammies on. And you just will have, uh, we'll, we'll have longer ones of these. I don't know how long I've been talking with Stephen, but I mean, there is a point which we have to stop. You know that. We yeah. can't just keep yeah. going. That was a funny uh, point to stop on. That was a funny you know. point. I, I love this man. She's never going to have any other guests. Yes. We're just going to top. He'll be, he'll be back uh, in about an hour for his <laughs> second run. Yeah. Now, I, I have to thank all of you for, um, for joining us in this very special day for me. And Stephen, I know it's special to him, too. Um, we've had a great lot of fun, and we hope you have, too. Um, I love you all. And um, I hope I see you for the next podcast. I couldn't tell you when that is because I don't know. I, I'm just kind of told. But, God, I love that you joined me. We and, love you. Uh, we please love come our back fans. for the other ones because they, too, maybe not quite as risque as this one. But uh, I'll try to do something to jump it up. Okay? Goodbye. I love you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hi, again. Uh, I know we said goodbye, but you know those calls that kept coming in? Well, actually, they were friends who were watching or listening to the podcast. The phone's podcast. been ringing off the yeah, hook. really. The response and has been great. So, They're loving yes, your podcast. thank you, honey. Thank yes, honey. you. Uh, I, I thought Stephen and I, just as a little end thing, because I hate Epilogue. to see him go. I hate to see him go. But... Um, <laughs> We're going to tell you some stories about when we used to go up to places that they would ask for us, and he and I would fly up to Canada and to various places in the United States even, and we would have the most wonderful time because you people out there, God bless you. You are so, so wonderful and kind to us. But one of the times that I remember the most, which kind of frightened me, we were in a big limo. I think it was one know, of your first... I, I you know, think so, and I didn't know what the hell was happening. You didn't know what to expect. No, I had no idea. Was that Paducah, Kentucky? It may have been. I think been. it was Paducah, Kentucky. I think you might be right. Yeah. Beautiful, really beautiful, and beautiful babies. because <laughs> They tried to give them to you. They wanted to give them to me. <laughs> I, I didn't quite know what to do. Yeah. Remember? And I'm glad I, you, and I handed you gracefully turned it down. <laughs> yes, right. I, I mean, you know. You That's how I got my two sons. Is Max it? and Ben. Yeah, the Don't fans handed them to me. That. They will believe you. <laughs> no, just kidding, folks. He's kidding. He's a kid. No, it's Paducah, Kentucky, that. and yeah. we, we were picked up at the airport by the, you know yeah. the, whoever so was sponsoring they, us. These were, they and treated us so well. They they got a limo for us. Yes. And as we entered the town, the streets were thrown lined. Lined like with, we were with, like we were the people. president. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. Remember I said that to you? You said my, Pope. Oh, I did yeah. say Pope. Oh, I've lessened it in the years <laughs> yeah. after. But my you God. You felt like the Pope. It was, it was. I remember one time I took my Vera, who was my, my sister-in-law, Frank's, Frank's sister, yeah. who I loved. I, it was Frank in a dress, so what was there not to love? Yeah. And, um, and I took her with me, and when we were being taken to our, not a hotel, but um. You know, like a place you drive in and get out and go into the door in front motel. of you. Motel. Motel. Yeah, Thank motel. You. Yeah. And 
And there were hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of them. And they were waiting at this small airport inside. And I kept saying, God, there must be somebody on this plane, very famous. So we, we were just looking around like, like they were. We walked into the building and the screaming started. They were so thrilled to see me. They didn't know Vera. If they had known her, they would have loved to scream for her. She was special. Um, but she was terrified. She didn't know what was going to happen. She thought something terrible was going to happen, that she was going to get shot or stabbed or, or something. Yeah. And it was... It's a frenzy. The funniest, funniest, this little tiny airport with these... It had to be 150 people waiting for us. Isn't that amazing? And uh, we used to do this regularly. I mean, it was... Um, I did these a lot of actors do it. I did these appearances a lot. Um, and either, strangely enough, my hometown, Boston, four people showed up to see me in a mall, and that was it. That was it. Or uh, at, a, at a, a shopping mall indoors in Montreal... 3,000. 3,000 people yeah. came. Yeah. I was in the center court. Right. And the police started warning, making warnings, and I had to announce, please, you're pressing from behind, and the people up front are getting crushed. People are going to start to get hurt. Can you please back up? And they never did. And then we had to call off the show. And the last thing I heard, Lori, our, our uh, rep up there, right. Lori Pazzolanti, God bless her. I love Lori. She said, run for your life. <laughs> we, and we had to run for the, for the limo and just snap the doors locked. And I was in the limo with the babies, of course. <laughs> so. And then this other time, oh, I was Lord. in Saskatoon, or Saskatchewan. Oh, yes. And the crowd was too big for inside the mall. And so they moved it to a flatbed truck out in the vast parking lot next to a farm field. A wheat field. Oh my God! And uh, yeah, I, I was then um, spontaneously invited by the uh, <gasps> the oh. premier, like the governor of the province of Saskatchewan, the premier. His wife uh, was the chairwoman of Make a Wish Foundation, oh, sure. Children's Wish, yeah, whichever yeah. one is the name for the Canadian version. Right. And they were having a, a fundraiser, and they asked me if I wanted to come, so we went. And they asked me if I'd say a few words. So I, I said, sure. Of course. <laughs> of course. Uh, I'm Why not? I'll, I'll talk. So she starts it off by welcoming everybody and giving a really brief but beautiful speech that was well right. thought out. Right. Then she introduced her husband, the provincial, the provincial governor. Wow. And he gave a beautiful speech. Then they introduced... And I'm starting to sweat now. You yeah. know, when are they going to call me? And this is a, uh, you know, this is escalating here. Yeah. And it was the secretary, like the U.S. secretary. It was a cabinet member of the federal government of Canada. Really? It was, I think, the secretary of the treasury. Right. He was a guest there. He gave a beautiful speech, and I'm now writing, composing notes on a napkin. <laughs> Lori, give me a pen. That <laughs> she gives me, and I'm just writing a few. And I was the keynote speaker. Oh my God! <laughs> I was oh the last God. one introduced. <laughs> And suffice it to say, I kept it simple. I hadn't had too many uh, yeah, uh, yet, yeah, you know. Yeah, good, good. That's and always so smart. I, I, yeah. I went up and said a couple of, I tried to be gracious and good. supportive. I'm sure and, you were, honey. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure. Thank you. You see, Thank they you. believe you. Yeah. I believe you. But we love the fans. And we they, love you, you know, guys. they're part of the family. It's not just our ensemble, the acting and, and the, the tech and the support and the crew and the designers 
writers. Um, I always felt that our viewers were all included in that. I agree. I, you know, just like there were, you can count on two fingers how many bad eggs actors walking came through those doors. Really, actors are experiences very nice with fans. Kids, really, experiences with fans yeah. have been just wonderful, and uh, and. I miss that, don't you? I do, and it, yeah. you know, I, I still get spotted once in a while, but yeah, yeah. out of sight, kind of out of mind, you know. But there are still there are still folks that uh, that remember and that remember, and it's like a reunion when I see somebody. I was at the Y the other week, yeah. and this in woman Florida. said, yeah, "Yeah, you're Cass Winter, aren't you?" And the other people that I see me all the time at the gym, you know. He's somebody? He goes, oh, you don't know who this guy is? Uh, you know, and she was, she had a mad crush on me. She started blushing, oh, you know, I back then, that. you know, and started blushing. I've, and, I've been so lucky to have people who have stopped <clears throat> me and started to cry. Yeah. Um, I had meaning in their life. You've I had mean, people tell you, you helped me get through yes, X, Y, or Z. Yes. The when way Monk, that, yeah, Monk helped Monk, you get through. I, spoke to him you know the loss of oh friend. my god I loved him and, and I and uh, a woman who used to work for me for many years uh, made arrangements for me to go see him in a play Tony Shalhoub is who I'm talking about who did Monk and um, won many Emmys for that performance he was brilliant he's great and um, she she got him to come to the backstage and talk to me and I you scared was so him, didn't you? Over, I did scare you him. You scared him. Yeah, I did. I do that to such a lot a fan. of people. I was such a fan. You were a stocky type fan. I, I, I started to cry because he got me through a lot of those first months when Frank first died. And I, I would watch him. I had tapes. Frank, be there. quiet. Yeah, that's Gracie. Gracie doesn't know from being quiet. But I, I started to cry. And he started to cry. Oh, he good. He cried with me. Oh, good. That shows you what a sweet, dear thing man he yeah, is yeah. anyway all right i hope we have uh, not kept you too long you guys i hope to see you again next week i'll do another one of these i don't know if it'll compete with this it won't i can tell you right now <laughs> <laughs> don't tell anyone i said that <laughs> anyway again we repeat we love you we I love you. you must know that by now thanks Thank for you. listening good night good night <laughs>